Welcome back, everybody, to the Uncomfortable Conversation for Monday, June 21st, 2021. I am your host, Austin, as always, joined by your other host, Tobias. <laughs> What's up, y'all? How y'all doing today? It's a podcast. It's not a two-way conversation. They just listen. They okay. can't They can't respond. What's up, y'all? No, wait. They can. We have a contact form on our website. Go on there. Tell us how you doing. <laughs> Please you tell up? us how you doing. What man? you been up to, Tobias? Nothing. Living in my mansion. With my you wife need to, you need to you need to kids. redefine mansion and wife and kids because <laughs> you have none of those things. Hey man, th- this is my fantasy. This is the only way I make it through <laughs> my actual life. <laughs> I come here, I talk out my problems with you guys, and I drink. <laughs> this is the only way. Exactly, to, the only way I make it through life. I grab a microphone, grab alcohol, and I'm all better. You know. That's right. Uh, what you been up to? I have been busting ass on the new website. You have. Uh, so. For those of you listening, the new website's not live yet, so don't worry about going and checking it out. Um, I still have a couple more things to finish, but what I have finished so far, I showed it to Tobias. Yep, and it looks amazing. We have totally new merchandise, totally new logo, everything. So can, many. Can y'all hear somebody coming through my front door right now? Can you hear that? <laughs> it's out there. It's um, so many new products, man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my and gosh. The, the opportunity for even different projects. We just we just designed some underwear for Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just so you know, Glenn, it's literally just it's it's white underwear that just says the word Glenn across the ass. That's it. That's your underwear. Oh man, <laughs> you ready for it, Glenn? That's right. You ready for it? Oh man, it's comfortable underwear. <clears throat> Very comfortable. <laughs> well, uh, since we already brought up drinking once, what happened? What we drinking? Oh yeah, All man! Right. What are you drinking today? All right, Your so fruit punch over there. What do you got? This is Smirnoff Ice Watermelon Mimosa. It's pretty good. Tastes like uh, Kool Aid to me. But uh, I got you... Scotch and Coke. Whoa, 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 whoa! Say that again, please. Scotch and Coke. No, no beer. No beer this time. No, no, no Michelob, nothing. And it's, oh. and it's not that I'm out. It's just for some reason I felt like drinking Scotch today. Yeah, Kendra was like, why are you drinking? Cause I, said, like, I said, woman, I drink every time I do a podcast episode. You crazy? I'm always drinking. Oh, man. That's some good stuff, man. <clears throat> it is pretty good. <laughs> I didn't go too overboard with the scotch. That first sip, though, that some bitch put some hair on your chest. Because <laughs> you got plans today. You can't really do too much. Yeah, I got like, a, I got like some two- or three-year-old twins' birthday party to go to. Oh, man. I, should, I don't want to be... We'll be stumbling through a through a kid's birthday party. Congratulations! <laughs> That's how you're supposed to go, man. You're this a dad. Of, this party sucks. I'm taller than everybody here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's been. My son's been like he wants his daddy today. You saw it earlier. Yep. But like, usually he's a, just a mama's boy. He don't want nothing to do with nobody but mama. Today, but hey, like he's just all about daddy. Because it's Father's Day weekend, he must, bro. He must know. He must know. Oh, Keep. that that reminds me. Uh-oh. Um, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Everybody, Day. Because by the time they listen to this, Father's Day will already be over. I'm not I'm not a father. You're not. You're that not. I know of. So, the two things. Take, we'll, we'll wait till housekeeping before I get into that. Gotcha. So, before we do that, today we are going to talk about Florida requiring a moment of silence. Supreme Court of uh, the United States siding with the Catholic Church 
and more because this is the uncomfortable conversation. Each and every Monday, we talk politics, race, religion, and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable, including that weird fucking sound that Tobias just made. If you like getting uncomfortable with us, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice and be sure to subscribe on YouTube, like the video, and leave a comment down below. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to be a part of the show, send us your questions, comments, and topics of discussion via the contact form on uncomfortpod.com. Tweet at us using the hashtag uncomfortpod and get in the comments section on YouTube. All right. Housekeeping. What Number one, like I said just a second ago, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there that are watching. I'm a dad now. Because you're important, too. And if you are anything like me, you don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't really, I don't, I'm the type of person I don't like being the center of attention or anything like that. So my birthday, Father's Day, I'm just like, eh, no, leave me alone. (laughs) Every year, somebody, what do you want to do for your birthday? I want to go to work, and I want you all to leave me the fuck alone. That's what I want to do for my birthday. But another thing is by the time people listen to this, and we're actually recording it on Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth happy out there. Everybody. Thank you. Happy Juneteenth. Thank you. Um, so Juneteenth means nothing to me. <laughs> it's just another Saturday. Uh, but what's, what, is, what is Juneteenth to you as our resident Juneteenth, black man? Juneteenth uh, is a holiday that is, I mean, that is now a holiday, but it, it's, That's true. it's something that happens uh, like the law was passed. I feel like you're letting down all your fellow black people right now. No, 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 no. You're no. like stumbling through this because <laughs> it, it, it's so much behind Juneteenth. To, to his to, to his credit, everybody, I did put him on the spot. He didn't know I was going to ask him. That. Nope, did not. But Juneteenth is is like the law was passed for slaves to be free, but during that time, like that exact time, it wasn't uh, put into action until two years later. Right. And the people in Galveston, Texas. They they didn't know about it until eight what was it eighteen sixty five I believe. Uh, Don't ask me, dude. I'm white. I wrote it down somewhere. But yeah, they didn't know until two years after the law was passed. Eighteen sixty five. We're just in housekeeping, so don't go too deep into it. Okay. We're okay. just we're still in housekeeping. But I yeah, just wanted, I just wanted a quick, dirty like, yeah. what's Juneteenth to you? Juneteenth mean, Juneteenth means that uh, as a black man, we uh, it, it, it commemorates. When we actually were free, instead right. instead of just saying, "Hey, we passed law for you to be free," right. not when it was on paper, but right. when it was put in action. That's all I'm gonna say. Cool. Uh, <laughs> rest of the housekeeping, real quick. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Um, starting next week, I guess this is part of housekeeping too. Starting next week at noon on Saturday is noon. gonna be our first live show. Uh, usually, for those of you that don't know. Most of you do. But for those of you that don't know, we pre-record this podcast. We record on Saturdays, and then we publish it on Mondays. So y'all get to hear it on Monday. We drink and talk on Saturdays. We are going to start, starting next week, every Saturday at 12, Mm -hmm. we are going to go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, because why not? Don't fucking take a picture of me. (laughs) Hey, man, we got to advertise this. (laughs) We are going to go live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. That's where you're going to see it first. Then the audio of that will be uploaded to the podcast on Mondays. Yeah. So y'all will get to watch us live. And I have a special treat for Glenn <laughs> on the next live episode next week. So y'all be sure to tune in. Glenn, I expect to see your name in the little comment section or whatever when you're watching us. Because it should be funny. Um, but y'all make sure to like us on Facebook. Because starting next week, we are going to start doing some giveaways. Yep. 
Facebook is going to be a big part of that. Uh, don't forget, we do have merchandise. The new merchandise is not up yet. It will be up next week. But if you like any of the old designs, now is your last chance to get them. Go to <laughs> uncomfortpod.com and hit that merch button. Uh, go to uncomfortpod.com and hit the support button. Mm-hmm. If you want to support us on Patreon, it's only a dollar. Chuck a buck. Chuck in a buck. Uh, and again, all of our links to everything is on our website, uncomfortpod.com. With that out of the way, do you have anything else to say to the kiddos? Nope. Then let's get uncomfortable. We have five stories this week. Okay. First story, Juneteenth is now a federal holiday. <laughs> That's going to be our first story today. I had today. a feeling you was going to make that a story. Feeling, huh? That's why I didn't want to dive too deep into it. That's why it. I told you not to dive too deep into <laughs> it. We'll dive into it now. So the House of Representatives, oh, by the way, this is coming to us from BBC. I don't know why they keep sticking their nose in our business, but whatever. <laughs> Hey, did you see that thing I sent you, bro? Oh, the Ben Shapiro thing? Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, BBC. The U.S. Congress has overwhelmingly passed a bill to add a federal holiday to the calendar marking Juneteenth, the end of slavery in the nation. The House of Representatives backed legislation by 415 to 14, a day after it was unanimously approved by the Senate. It is the first new federal holiday since Martin Luther King Jr. Day was established in 1983. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth marks the day on 19th of June, 1865, when enslaved black people in Texas learned they had been freed. The measure now heads to the White House to be enacted into law. Um, and this article was from two days ago, so he probably has already signed it into law by now. Biden's already signed it into law? Yep. Okay. That's kind of what I figured. I, I tagged this article two days ago. So. Yeah. Um, it says President Joe Biden's fellow Democrats sponsored the measure, me- <laughs> measure and it cruised through Congress with unexpected speed and a rare show of bipartisanship. There are not a whole lot of things in this country that are agreed upon by both sides of the aisle anymore. Mm-hmm. This is one of them. Mo- like I think there were only 14 jackasses that were like, no, I don't know, no holiday. And the other 415 were like, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, all those 14 were all, I think, black males. I mean, I'm sorry, white males and Republicans. <laughs> I said black males. <laughs> and black guys were like, we get too much attention. We don't want a federal <laughs> holiday anymore. Huh. Yeah, they were all white males. I actually took a picture. Uh, it popped up. Oh, are these the ones that voted against it? Yep. Wow. How do you know they're all Republicans? Oh, let's see. Because it says at the top, <laughs> GOP votes against Juneteenth bill. It's funny because nowadays, you want me to hang up no, on them? No, I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> I was not saying right you want me to hang up on them. I was going <laughs> to hang up. Uh, back when the two-party system was kind of first, you know, was kind of in its infancy, um, it was funny because the Republican Party mm-hmm. – was the party that wanted change, wanted things to be different, fought for change and all that kind of stuff. The Democratic Party was the ones that were like, everything's good the way it is, leave it alone. And now it's flip-flop. Now the Republican Party is the one like, why the fuck do we need a new holiday? Why? No, no. Everything's fine the way it is. The Democrats were like, fuck you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, it's not all Republicans. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just 14 out of 415. I know some good Republicans. Hell, I know some black Republicans. Everybody assumes that the Republican Party is just a bunch of old white dudes. Granted, 
probably 98% of them are old white dudes or old white people. But yeah, I know. I know black Republicans. You know at least one. It's the same one that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to oh. say his name because he gets upset when I say his name on the podcast. Um, but no, Weirdo. now um, I open the floor for you to actually go into depth about Juneteenth. Got you. Um, <laughs> like I said, um, the bill was signed by Lincoln in 1863 uh, for slaves to be free. But um, in Galveston, Texas, uh, the slaves weren't free until two years later. Um, and my guess, I'm thinking word travels fast. And those, that kind of news travels fast. And so the people that did know kept it under wraps for the slaves to keep being slaves. And Two so, and a half years. Right. And uh, they did a pretty good job. <laughs> they didn't know for two years. And, and, and for, for them to keep them as slaves for that long after that bill has been passed was so, was so hurtful, uh, especially to know that, to know that uh, they were free. It could have been free, but they were still stuck. But when they found out they were free, uh, it was a huge celebration for them and, and for it to be a holiday for us, I, I think it's a great idea. Some people um, have so many different views on it, saying it's a bad idea. We don't need another black holiday. It's not that big of a deal. You know there's some racist jackasses out there that are going, if they get a whole month, why would we give them another day? Shut the fuck up. Like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, and there are some black people who don't approve of it. Some some uh some uh African Americans are saying that it's it's a way to to give us something without actually making a change. Like, so instead of making laws to benefit African Americans or minorities mm-hmm. or you know, whenever whenever I think of minorities, I don't I don't think of just black people, I think of Latinos, I think yeah. of uh all of them, you know what I'm saying? But um, some people are saying that this is just a way to hush us up, to give us something so we can be happy. But my thing is, it's a step forward, you know. Uh, I I like this holiday. Now, what we do with this holiday, how we commercialize this holiday, really depends on us. And we don't want it to be looked at the wrong way. But Do we know what it's going to be called yet? What do you mean? Well, the original, according to this article, the original um, plan was to call the holiday um, Juneteenth National Independence Day. And there were some congressmen, including a Republican from Louisiana, Mm -hmm. who said uh, that they support making it a holiday, but they are against calling it Juneteenth National Independence Day, because we already have an Independence Day. Um, He proposed, and I'm not against this, he proposed actually calling it uh, Juneteenth National Emancipation Day instead of Independence Day, using the word emancipation instead of Independence Day. Do do we know what it's going to be called yet? Uh, I thought it was just going to be called Juneteenth. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure at all. But... I haven't. I gotta ask you. How do you feel about this uh, being approved? Um, personally, it doesn't like. I'm a white guy. It doesn't affect me one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, pl- 
plenty of people celebrated Juneteenth before it was a holiday. All this yeah. means is now, I would assume people are going to start getting off of work <laughs> on June nineteenth every year if it falls like during a weekday. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for like friends of mine that are black, yourself included, hey, um, I like it because I know it means mm-hmm. a lot to y'all. So that's why I'm for it. Again, it doesn't change my day to day any. And and it's like a lot of things came from this one bill being passed. Like, um, dang it, I just lost my thought. I had like three different thoughts at one time. Um, Jesus, I really forgot that quick. But one thing is, uh, this a lot of people were debating about critical race theory. Now, if we're going to have Juneteenth, uh, they were debating on uh, the critical race theory being a part of explaining why Juneteenth is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like uh, a lady said, my child's in school, and how am I I supposed to explain to him what Juneteenth is? You know? Mm -hmm. And they were going back and forth saying, well, that's why we need critical race theory being taught in schools and stuff like that. I, I personally don't think this is a reason to have critical race theory just because it's just one, one holiday. Uh, I think critical race theory is just something that should be there to, you know, educate, you know, like we talked about as an elective. Yeah, we talked about uh, it last week. If it's going to be in public schools, it should be an elective. Right. Um, bro, I had another thought in my head. And I really, it, it blanked out on me. Either you're drinking too much or you ain't drinking enough. I'm going to keep drinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, just, uh, to wrap it up, let me read the end of this article. Um, okay, I got it. So it marks that, first of all, in 1980, Texas became the first state to actually observe Juneteenth as an official holiday. Um, it's also, it was already a paid holiday for state employees in New York, Virginia, and Washington. So there are some states that have already been treating it as a federal holiday, Mm -hmm. but The last paragraph in this article, just to give everybody a little bit of a history lesson. Uh, It marks the day that U.S. Army General Gordon Granger formally told enslaved African Americans in Galveston, Texas, that the American Civil War had ended two months earlier and they had been freed by the Emancipation Proclamation enacted two and a half years earlier by President Abraham Lincoln. So, basically, Abraham Lincoln signs the Emancipation Proclamation Mm -hmm. freeing slaves. About two years later, the Civil War finally ends. Uh-huh. And then another several months later is when this U.S. Army general finally told the enslaved people in Texas, or Galveston, Texas, oh, by the way, you're free. So there you go. There's your history lesson. But guys, what do you think? Get into the comment section below. Fill out the contact form on our website. Let us know how you feel about Juneteenth finally being uh, recognized as a federal holiday. Damn right. National holiday, federal holiday. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) New story number two. This one comes to us from CNN. We're all tired of talking about Florida, but we're going to talk about Florida some more. (laughs) Florida's been in news every week, bro. Let me tell you something. One of two things is going to happen before we get into the news. Um. So the governor of Florida, DeSantis, mm-hmm. he is either a 
going to be Trump's running mate if Trump decides to run again. So it's going to be Trump for president and DeSantis for vice president on the Republican ticket. Or he's going to be the Republican nominee for president. Think so? I'm calling it now. I think he'll either be on the ticket with Trump or he's going to be the nominee. You heard it here, folks. Heard it here first. All right. From CNN, news story number dose. Dose. Florida governor signs new bill requiring K-12 through public schools to hold a moment of silence each day. Why? That was my first question. <laughs> Fucking why? All K-12 through public schools in Florida will hold a moment of silence on the start of the day starting next school year, according to a bill signed into law Monday. Uh, according to the law, which is HB 529 in the Florida legislature, uh, principals of each public school shall require teachers in first period classrooms in all grades to set aside at least one minute, but no more than two minutes daily for the moment of silence. Teachers may not make suggestions as to the nature of any reflection that a student may engage in during the moment of silence. Uh, a period of, quote, silent prayer or meditation was optional for school districts in the state prior to the new law. The fuck is the point, DeSantis? Uh, I don't know. And here's here's why I think this is some dumbassery. Um, it's it, every school, every class, K through twelve, has mm -hmm. to do this now. It's it's law. You have to do this now. Pretty much any child that is less than like a freshman in high school, so K through eight, is not going to fucking understand it. They're not going to know what the hell's going on. Nothing. And you can't explain it to them. They just said no there, teacher these, can explain the nature. Yeah. And I got news for you. A lot of these kids, it's going to take at least two minutes to explain to them why we're doing this. And by that point, the moment of silence is over. You spent the whole moment of silence talking. Like, kids don't understand this shit. And then, like, back when I was in school, if we ever had to get quiet, we didn't get quiet. And, Hell no. And like today's kids are a little worse. So it a little worse. <laughs> today's kids suck. <laughs> like my kid's gonna be one of them. I already know. He's gonna be a little shit. And just a moment of silence. And during that moment of silence, cert certain teachers are gonna have their hands full just trying to get the kids quiet. And by that time it's over. Like yeah. I, I don't even think some teachers are gonna even bother doing that. I, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous to me. My thing is I have no problem if they do it with a reason. Let's say we're having a moment of silence for our truths, moment of silence for uh, prayer, like something, a reason. like, But no reason at all. Like you make up whatever you want. I, I guess it's well, not to enforce say it, religion or – Well, I don't know. It's saying that it's for – Prayer or meditation, I think, is a way of covering his ass. Mm -hmm. Because I think, and I could be wrong, I don't know the guy personally, but this feels to me like DeSantis and this legislature, um, or the the Florida legislature, it, it feels like it's their attempt to force like prayer and religion into schools. Mm. Even though they're saying, oh, you don't have to use it for prayer. You can use it for just silent little like self-meditation. It feels like they're telling teachers 
to number one, let kids pray, and number two, give them a time to pray. And you have to do this now. But they did everything in their power to get like religion out of schools. I'm not saying That's like Florida thinking. and the same. So, I'm just saying in general. <clears throat> there was a quote. <clears throat> let me see here. Like, like so. Here's a quote oh. from, um, from DeSantis when he signed it. He said, "It's important to be able to provide each student the ability every day to reflect and be able to pray as they see fit. The idea that you can just push God out of every institution and be successful—I'm sorry, our founding fathers did not believe in that." Okay, two things, DeSantis. Um, well. I don't know, two, three things. I don't know. Here's what's popping in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's start at the beginning of this quote. It's important to be able to provide each student the ability every day to reflect and be able to pray as they see fit. I 100% agree. They don't spend 24-7 in schools. You don't have to sign into law that you have to allow kids time to pray while they're at school. Okay. It can be outside of school, whatever. If if the child is religious, they probably pray every night before they go to bed anyway. Uh Okay. Um, if it's that big of a thing in their family, chances are they pray before every meal. So in the morning when they're eating breakfast with their family, before they come to school, they're probably saying a mm-hmm. prayer. So the fact, you know, the idea of, oh, I'm, I'm helping out because I'm making public schools do this is ridiculous. Um, number two, the idea that you can just push God out of every institution to be successful. I'm sorry, our founding fathers did not believe in that. Look, I know it's become a little cliche to shit on the founding fathers at this point. They had they had the right idea on a lot of stuff. But they were a bunch of racist assholes that, you know, threw together a handful of good ideas and that's it. And to think that the same ideas and principles that were commonplace and that were considered normal two hundred and fifty years ago would fit into this society and the way this country is run and the way people live their lives and the way things happen nowadays is ignorant as fuck. Yeah, like... There's my, little, there's my little rant to piss everybody off. To, to piggyback on what you said about the Founding Fathers, it's like they started something, but <clears throat> their ways of living and their beliefs wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't right. Like... Like you said, they were racist. Some were uh, sexist. Well, even, some, even taking you know? the race thing out of it, because I realize this this bill has nothing to do with race, and so right. we probably should quit bringing up the race issue. Um, however, this is a religious thing. Let's talk about religion. Okay. Most, if not all, the founding fathers were Christians, mm-hmm. or some version of Christianity. But... In this country, we have freedom of religion. Right. We let people express their religious beliefs however they choose, as long as they're not killing people or whatever. Looking at you, Crusades. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Stupid. I know, I'm stupid. Uh, So to say, like, oh, we we live in a country where there's religious freedom. However, we're going to focus solely on the religion of the Founding Fathers 250 years ago and try to force that back into our public institutions. I think it's ridiculous. Okay. If kids want to pray, let them pray. That's fine. But it, it doesn't have to be in school. To, to force 
and, and a lot of people are going to say, well, they're not forcing prayer. They're forcing a moment of silence. It's, you feel, they're you trying feel, you feel like to it's, force it's prayer like without heading that direction. Yeah, they're trying to force gotcha. prayer without forcing prayer, basically. Um, I don't know. That's kind of where I said I could be completely wrong, but that's where I sit on it. Like, uh, me personally, I don't have no problem with, with prayer in school. Uh, I'm not saying force it upon people. Mm-hmm. Like, but when when we had, like, uh, when I was in school. The prayer at the pole or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had that a couple times. Right. Or we used to, uh, like, before the, before, you know, class, we'll do the, you know, national anthem, hands on our chest, and then we'll, like, have, like, a moment of silence or in some, you know, in some classes, we used to actually like pray before like a big test or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't agree with it, you didn't have to. You, you didn't have to participate, right? Like my my teacher uh, will let kids, you know, stand in the hallway if you feel uncomfortable with us praying because some students need this test. You know what I mean? Well, I think it should be the reverse of that. Okay. Because it it like saying, hey, if you're not comfortable with praying, go wait in the hall until they're done. That's almost like, oh, you don't like this? Carry your ass. Get out. We'll let you know when we're done. Yeah. I think it should be opposite. I think it should be like, look, any of y'all that want to get together and pray about this test or whatever, um, I'm going to give y'all a few minutes if y'all would like to step out in the hallway, say a prayer with each other, and then come back in. I'm not going to kick out the people that don't want to pray, but I'm going to give the people... The people that do want to pray, I'll give them the option to step well, outside. They, See, I think it should be reversed. They wasn't she, the teacher wasn't actually trying to kick them out. It's just if they wanted to. Leave. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm not saying that the teacher was like, "Get the fuck out!" Like, right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it. It almost sends, it almost sends that message, or it almost feels like well, we don't want to pray, so we have to leave. Well, that's if you feel uncomfortable, because I know some well, kids. I think I didn't. Think, wasn't comfortable, but they still stayed in class. They still stayed in class, but you well, again, know. I get it's it's a perception thing. I just feel like it's like, look, you know, I know that some of you may not be comfortable mm-hmm. with it. So, if any of you would like to participate, I'm going to give you a few minutes to go out in the hallway. That way, you're not, you know, sending the message or showing, you know, any kind of perception that if you don't like it, get out. I'll let you know when we're done. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, like. For some of us, it was a it was a good thing. For some for some other people, they did, didn't care. Um, it was <laughs> all that for that drop, huh? All that <laughs> for a drop. Of uh, <laughs> for for some others, I mean, in, in my in my town or uh, where I went to school, you know, it was like seventy percent black and maybe ten percent, uh, like fifteen, about right. 15 to 25 percent white and then the rest were you know other races and so we all kind of had the same kind of religion or some sort you know so we didn't have that big of a problem but i guess in more diverse schools i can see where it could be a problem but uh it worked for us you mm-hmm. know um uh, but anyway back to him with this silent thing and him not having a reason for it, I don't like that. Like, well, his his, I read his quote. His reason is, you're not going to force God out of my out of the schools. We're going to put it back in. But it's like he's trying to hide. Like in yeah. the in the bill, he doesn't say the exactly. bill says prayer or meditation, right? But his quote, and then right when he was signing it, was basically, "I'm putting God back in school." And then he's telling the teachers, "Don't explain it." 
Well, no, it, 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 I don't think any of it said teachers shouldn't explain it. I think what it is, I think it said that teachers are not allowed to um, make any sort of recommendation as to how the student should use this that one minute or two minutes. So, like, the teacher can't be like, all right, we're going to have a moment of silence. So, you know, y'all go ahead and pray or anything. Like, they can't do they The teachers are supposed to just go, all right, two minutes, moment of silence. I, th- I thought and it said like they couldn't explain why it was a moment of silence to the students. No, I think it just said, let me pull it back up. I thought we were about to move on. I done closed it I'm out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, we rarely talk about religion here, so. Yeah. Uh, teachers may not make suggestions as to the nature of any reflection okay. that a student may engage in during a moment of silence. So, yeah, they can't suggest how a student should use the mm-hmm. moment of silence. Um, but... Good luck explaining it, teachers, <laughs> especially to the little little first graders and second graders. Um, but you guys get into the comment section on YouTube or go to the contact form on our website. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know on this bill making moment of silence mandatory in public schools in Florida. News story number three. What's that? It's a pop up. There we go. Um, <laughs> this comes to us from CM- CNBC. Supreme Court sides with Catholic adoption agency that refuses to work with LGBT couples. Wait, what? So the Supreme Court on Thursday delivered a unanimous defeat on LGBT LGBT couples in a high-profile case over whether Philadelphia could refuse to contract with a Roman Catholic adoption agency that says its religious beliefs pre- prevent it from working with same-sex foster parents. So there is a Catholic uh, or a Roman Catholic adoption agency in Philadelphia that refused to foster any of their children to same-sex couples. So like if a gay couple or a lesbian couple or whatever came in and wanted to adopt a child from this particular agency, they refused. They said, not nah, get out because of our religious beliefs. Um, and the Supreme Court uh, backed them up. Says the free exercise. So let's see. Who's Roberts? Chief Justice John Roberts uh, wrote in an opinion for a majority of the court that Philadelphia violated the First Amendment by refusing to contract with Catholic Social Services once it learned that the organization would not certify same sex couples for adoption. The free exercise clause of the First Amendment, applicable to the states under the 14th Amendment, provides that Congress shall make no law prohibiting the free exercise of religion. So Philadelphia, as the state, once they found out that this Catholic adoption agency was refusing to work with same-sex couples, Philadelphia said, okay, well, we're not going to contract with you anymore. We're not going to do business with you anymore. So then it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, Philadelphia can't do that. Like, you still have to work with them. Uh Uh-huh. They don't have to work with same-sex couples, but you still have to work with them. That's bullshit. <laughs> what part of it? There was a lot of there was a lot of steps in that. Well, that they are uh, not serving uh, the LGBTQT uh, whatever that yeah community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like same-sex couples, you're saying they can't adopt a child. Not from this particular agency, no. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> You know, like, we're, we're trying to get into a direction where everyone is treated equally and fair. But if you're 
and I get that. I'm gonna, t- I, I may catch some flack for this, but I'm gonna have to side with the Supreme Court on this one. Um, like I'm all for fairness, whatever. If I was running an adoption agency, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're same sex couple or not. Y'all come on in, get you a kid. I don't give a shit. However, in terms of strictly the Constitution and everything, you have to let people. You know, you can't force people to do something against their religious beliefs. Mm. And Philadelphia saying, well, we're not going to work with you anymore because you're following your religious beliefs. That's against the Constitution. I may not agree with it. I may not agree with what this adoption agency is doing. But in terms of the law, I mean... It's unconstitutional, you know? Now, religion I get, but it's for me, it just rubs, rubs me the wrong way, uh, exp- especially when, like, when, when we pass all these laws to accept gay marriage and, and I, I don't know, it just rubs me the wrong way that the fact that, well... Again, same kind of the same thing. Gay marriage is legal now, but they can't force a preacher to conduct a wedding if it's against his religious beliefs. There's no law saying that every preacher has to be open to doing that. It just says that the marriage itself is considered legal now. That's why some go to Vegas. That's right. Your local, you know, your local preacher won't do it for you. Elvis will do it for you. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about just gay marriage. I'm talking about like when people run away and, you know, hey, I might do it. Do a, you know, a Kendra, shotgun wedding. Kendra, Kendra and I made it. Well, not shotgun wedding. We've already had the kid, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've talked about it. We're probably gonna elope anyway. Mm. It's cheaper that way. <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> yeah, because I think we each have to have a have a uh, yes. What do they call it? A witness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we each have to have a witness anyway. So yes. her friend will come, and then you can be my friend. Yes. You'll be my friend for a day. Yeah, <laughs> for a day? Some bitch. Yeah, once a week on Saturdays. <laughs> uh, I guess when you mention the law and the law states, you know, you can't force. It's, again, it sucks. Right. It does suck. But it is what it is. I mean, you can't, yeah. you know, until we finally break down and just rewrite the Constitution, which I'm really surprised has not happened yet. Um, how would that even work though? Like that, you know how <clears throat> it probably never happened, honestly. Um, you know how much, but you know, you they these different amendments get passed that either add to or change previous. You know, because the Constitution was written with the first ten amendments being the Bill of Rights. That was kind of the first go at it, and now we've added amendments. You know, changing things here and there, or whatever. Um, we would either have to write so many amendments that the you know original ten are just outdated and overthrown by the new amendments, or I mean, it'll never happen. But they'll have to. At some point, it may get to the point where this sounds stupid, but the Constitution is deemed unconstitutional. <laughs> Two things. One, I'm afraid of them rewriting if it was to happen. Like but, a complete rewrite? Mm-hmm. 
I'm kind of afraid. Uh, I'm afraid for two reasons. For the people who are writing it and the people who don't agree with it. Because whenever they have a gun law, people mm-hmm. go crazy. Whenever they are trying to change religion or have like like this uh, situation with Philadelphia, mm-hmm. people will go crazy. Um, and if like like let's say the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, if they rewrote that and uh, and made it strictly where, let's just say you can only own two firearms per person you in the house. You get a musket. That's all you get because that's when the motherfucker was ripped. Bro, you know how I mean? Oh my gosh. You know how many somebody people would just go remember, crazy? I can't remember who it was. They were talking about it. And they were like, we should go back to muskets. You know why? It gives you a lot of time to calm down. <laughs> like somebody says something shitty about your wife. You're like, oh, you motherfucking. That sounds like, like some Glenn would say. You start like loading it. Like it takes so fucking long to load a musket. You'll be like, you know like what? Whatever. Something whatever. Glenn would definitely say. No, it wasn't Glenn. It does sound like something Glenn would say, but it wasn't Glenn. But no, I think it. Uh, I think what they should do. Is not completely rewrite anything, but the Second Amendment has been interpreted, just to use it in, as an example, the Second Amendment has been interpreted fucking eight different ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been in the, it's gone to the Supreme Court, I don't know how many times, and each time, it's interpreted just a little bit differently, each time. The, either Congress or the Supreme Court, somebody needs to get together determine once and for all exactly what the Second Amendment means and then write some sort of, not an amendment necessarily, I mean it may have to be an amendment, but something that, so in writing, by law, this is what the Second Amendment means. And then that's what they go back to every time. The the problem right now is every time a, a court case comes up about the Second Amendment, they just start over again. Let's reinterpret it. Let's see exactly what they meant. No, you need to fucking figure it out now. And then moving forward, every case that gets brought up that has to do with the Second Amendment, that's what you refer back to. But that's why many people love it right now because it's so broad. That's right. So many loopholes. And so to narrow it down, bro, people would just go like every every they can call it an interpretation clause. And every however many years. They need to reinterpret. Let's say it's every 10 years, every decade on the decade. They go in, they interpret it. They say, okay, when it, in, when it pertains to this day and age and the type of firearms we have today, mm-hmm. this is what the Second Amendment means. And for the next 10 years, that's what you refer back to. That's it. I'm going to ask you something. Yep. Should, should that, uh, when you say every 10 years, so should they write it according to <clears throat> the crime rate and everything that is happening in uh I don't, US or you think it should just be uh on what kind of guns we have, the technology everything. and stuff like that. Everything. Okay. Uh crime rate, types of guns cuz it was written again when there were fucking muskets and shit. Right. We have assault rifles, semi-automatics, drones, bazookas, whatever, tanks. We have all of these different things now that Back when they, 250 years ago, when they wrote the son of a bitch, they never would have dreamed we would have those types of firearms. Damn, flying camera out my backyard. Exactly. Like, exactly. A drone or, you know, a missile that can fly to another country, go down to a window, look around. Oh, there he is. Boom. And, you know, <laughs> like they never would have dreamed it. So 
that's what I'm saying. Every so, it doesn't necessarily have to be every ten years, but every so often, mm-hmm. they get together, they reinterpret it for that day and age, based on everything, types of weapons, the type of society we live in, everything. And then until we get around to that next interpretation cycle, that's it. That's what you refer back to. Man, that, that sounds good, but you know your old head. Never going to fucking happen. Right. Never. Leave it the way it is. What, what, what they say? It's our God-given right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, because God wrote the Constitution. <laughs> what do you guys think about um, the Supreme Court siding with this Catholic adoption agency? <laughs> Since we got off on a fucking gun law tangent. Hey, man. It happens. Do. Welcome to the uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> uh, but guys, what do you guys think about the Supreme Court siding with this Catholic adoption agency? Um, you for it? You against it? Let us know either in the comment section below or on our contact form on uncomfortpod.com. Now, it's time to pay some bills. What happened? Here's an ad. Glad you're still with us. <laughs> we for, back. for the three of you that are still here, we're glad you're still here. Um, two more news stories. News story number four. All right. And these next two are kind of humorous. <laughs> kind of, you know, we like to end it on the, not necessarily a high note. These are kind of low notes, but they're funny. Um, this first one comes to us from NPR. Missouri has declared federal gun laws invalid. Can it do that? That's the headline. Spoiler alert. No, they cannot. What? So... Uh, Governor Mike Parson, who's the governor of Missouri, signed into law a bill that is uh, HB 85, House Bill 85, called the Second Amendment Preservation Act, signed into law this past Saturday at a gun store. The law declares federal laws and regulations, quote, that infringe on the people's right to keep and bear arms as guaranteed by the Second Amendment must be invalid in this state. That means dick. Nothing. It means absolutely nothing. I don't like it. This motherfucker could sign into law a bill that states there's 16 days in the week. Doesn't fucking matter. They don't mean in Missouri there's 16 days in the week. <laughs> but, Can it do that? No. So Parson uh, said in a press release that the legislation draws a line in the sand and demonstrates our commitment to reject any attempt by the federal government to circumvent the fundamental right Missourians have to keep and bear arms to protect themselves and their property. Uh, so, here is a quote from Stephen Vladek. He's a professor at the University of Texas at Austin School of Law, and he's an expert on federal courts and constitutional law. Um, he says they can pass a law that says there are 46 planets. It doesn't make it right. Nope. Uh, it has no effect legally because the Constitution specifically says that you can't do that. If I am a resident of Missouri, I am no less subject to federal gun laws today than I was yesterday. So, what do you think of Missouri? Just, just giving it a go. Let's just sign this bullshit bill and then hope that it sticks. So, I feel like it's one of those situations like we just talked about. Some people don't believe in the gun laws or some mm-hmm. people think differently. And so, for a state to sign this, uh, I wonder if they're the first ones ever to do something like this. I doubt it. Uh, Sorry, let me get closer. I doubt it. And, and then, like, <laughs> maybe it's 
to see if it will catch some traction and and they'll be like, okay, okay, I guess. But not, it's dumb. First of all, it's dumb. Yeah, you're but, the governor of a state, right? Like you should know. <laughs> like people tell you what to do. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Not only like, dude, you're the governor. You should know better. You motherfuckers working for the governor should know better. Y'all should know that this means nothing. Um, it's dumb. First of all, one, it's dumb. Two, I think it's just something to catch attention. Um, it's not. I I feel like they they go through something that they don't approve of, but it doesn't matter because they can't fix it. Uh, yeah. as far as like changing the gun laws. That are from the Constitution. Oh, yeah, the the Constitution has keep something called a supremacy clause that essentially says that federal law supersedes all of state law. That's why you had, you know, back during the Obama presidency, you had some states that said they had laws saying that gay marriage was legal. You had other states saying that gay marriage was illegal. Then the federal government signed into law, gay marriage is legal now. That trumps all the all of the gay marriage is illegal laws in all those states. It trumps it. So the federal government signs a law that says, you know, let's say you can't own a weapon that has a magazine of over ten rounds. Let's say they sign that into law. And then Missouri signs into a law something that says, nope, you can have one up to 15. Uh, somebody in Missouri gets caught with a gun that has 15 bullets in the mag. They're going to jail. Yep. Or they're, you know, getting fined or whatever, getting their gun taken away. Because federal law supersedes oh, state law. Always. Yep. You may not like it. But you got oh, well. no choice. Yeah. Um. So the uh, this Stephen Vladek, this constitutional law expert, uh, he said it says here he notes that after the Affordable Care Act was enacted, some states passed laws that said the ACA wouldn't apply in those states. But that hasn't stopped the ACA from being the law of the land in every state. Nope, it does not fucking matter. But what do you guys think about Missouri just taking a fucking shot? Because that's very important. <laughs> What do we you want to know, Glenn, I want to know what you think. This seems like a good Glenn topic. <laughs> so, Glenn, let me know what you think about Missouri just trying to say, fuck the federal government. This is this is our law, the land. Everybody else, too. But, Glenn, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from everybody. Let us know. Please. Get in the comment know. section. <laughs> Go to uncomfortable.com. Fill out the contact form. Let us know. <laughs> News story number five, last news story today. This one comes to us from Fox News. And this one, I'm just going to read it, and then I'm going to pass it off to you. I want you to give me your 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 just gut reaction from when I read this. Uh, first of all, uh, that's not the guy we're talking about. I don't know who that guy is. Um, that's why I started that. <laughs> so... I'm trying to. I'm gonna give you a little bit of background before I read this to you. So, um, this past Tuesday, did you hear about the? Uh, there was protests in Minneapolis. Did you hear about the guy that like 
rammed into the protesters in his car, and then they pulled him from his car and, like, whipped the fuck out of him, mm-hmm. I guess, till the police got there or something like that. So there was a guy that, like, drove through a crowd of protesters and hit him in Minneapolis. Allow me. Oh, by the way, he killed one woman when he did it. Um, and then they they pulled him from his vehicle. Uh, the, the protesters did. They pulled him from his vehicle. Let me read you this headline. You ready? All right. Driver who plowed into Minneapolis protesters thought he was Jesus headed to the Super Bowl. What? <laughs> That's not him, by the way. That's this is this picture of this guy is from something completely different. He um, thought he was Jesus headed to the Super Bowl. What? You, you, that's all you have to say is just what? You got to say? It doesn't make any s- What? <laughs> all right. So, uh, Nicholas D. Krause was the guy's name, 35 years old, was arrested and booked into the Hennepin um, County Adult Detention Center on a probable cause hold for criminal vehicular homicide. The Minneapolis Police Department said in its press release that the traffic and homicide units have reached a stage of their investigation where they are able to release the name of the suspect in this homicide without it negatively impacting their case. So before now, uh, or before two days ago, they hadn't released the guy's name. It says no additional information was released. The motive remains unclear, but the Minneapolis Police Department previously stated that their preliminary investigation indicates that the use of drugs and alcohol by the driver may be contributing a contributing factor in this crash. Probably. Um, let's see. Uh, Diona Marie... Najdik, Najdik, something, I don't know, uh, 31, died at a hospital from her injuries, and at least two others were hurt in the crash. Uh, police said witnesses, or witness reports claimed protesters pulled the subject from the vehicle and began to strike the driver. Additional squads and ambulances were called to the scene. Officers arrived and took custody of the driver, and he was transported to a hospital for his injuries. Uh, let's see, where this is the guy, by the way. That's the guy that thinks he's Jesus. Um, police noted his pupils were small and didn't react to a flashlight. Shocker. Hmm. Where's the quote? <laughs> we all know what that means. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you ain't got to be a doctor to know what that shit means. Where's the quote? Jesus. Headed to the Savoy. That That's... I don't know what to think about that. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, a search warrant affidavit obtained by KARE Eleven, which I guess is a news station, says Krauss admitted several times that he was the driver without being asked, but then asked specific questions, or, or but when asked specific questions, he gave illogical and irrelevant answers. Krauss told police his name was Jesus Christ and Tim Burton that <laughs> that he had been a carpenter for two thousand years. Wow. And that he wanted to get his children to the Super Bowl. And that's why he did it. Jesus going to the Super Bowl. Nah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, wow. Well, he sure was late for that Super Bowl, wasn't he? Um, I hate that because, like you said, his eyes didn't react to uh, light. So he was... He was obviously on something. He was on drugs. But... He ran into people and killed a lady. I hate that. Let's see here. What happened? 
That's the woman he killed right there. She looks sweet. She's not a Karen. She's she, a, could well, she could be. She could be. She doesn't look like a Karen. But, no, it says uh, she was a mother of two young daughters. I don't know if she was married or anything. I would imagine so. She looks like she got three or four last names, so I imagine she was married. It says wow. that she had positioned her car to protect other protesters. She was using, so her brother told the Minneapolis Star Tribune she was using her car as a street blockade, and another vehicle struck her vehicle, and her vehicle struck her. Wow! So she had she had I guess parked her car sideways across the street mm-hmm. to keep people from coming through and hitting protesters, mm-hmm. and this guy hit her car, and her car slammed into her. And she ended up dying at the hospital from her injuries. Wow, that's crazy. I hate that, man. Jesus going to the Super Bowl. Drugs is a dangerous thing. Drugs are bad, man. Yeah, man. Especially when other people are harmed because of your actions. Because you're on drugs. Because for all we know, this dude could have sobered up in jail. And then when it like didn't know anything about what he did, and then someone told him, and now he has to live with that. Man, don't do drugs, kids. Please don't. I hate that, but uh, it is what it is, and we should take this as a learning experience not to do drugs. <laughs> yeah, this is the learning experience. All the other <laughs> examples. Don't matter, but this is the one. Right yeah, Austin. This is the one. No drugs for you anymore. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, here's what I want to hear in the comments and What's on that? the contact form. I want to hear just the dumbest excuses you've ever heard for like people doing dumb shit things. Like this dude did a dumb shit thing, plowed his car under protesters and killed a woman. His excuse was he was Jesus headed to the Super Bowl. I want to hear either the the just most dumbass excuse you've ever heard or the most dumbass excuse you could come up with. That's what I want to hear. So, Glenn. Give me an excuse. Go to that contact form. Give us an excuse, man. You did good this week. Give us another good week. <laughs> but that's all the news. That's it for news. I mean, there was more news stuff, but we talk about what we want to talk about. here. It's on our show. Account. It's our show. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, time for the next segment. What's that? Uh, well, I was going to call it Glenn's Thoughts, but then we got this other YouTube comment from somebody else. So we're call, we'll call it Mailbag. Mailbag. Throw your arms up in the air. No, oh. if you're going to do it. Yay! There, there you go. Mailbag. You know better. Kendra's about to text me and tell you to stop yelling. <laughs> you keep yelling like that. No! All right. <laughs> oh, you're going to get me in trouble. So... Um, so we have one YouTube comment to look at and then four emails. Uh, so from YouTube, from a gentleman named David Prince, uh, he commented on our last YouTube video where we talked about uh, Florida banning the transgender women from competing in women's sports. Right. Well, the title of the video was Florida bans transgender women from school sports. So first he told us that the title was misleading. Okay. Well, Makes sense. All right, We'll fix it. <laughs> um, but he says that uh, students should play on teams based on biology and not ideology. 
We I agree. agree with that. Yeah. yeah, that's what we said. So appreciate you agreeing with us, Mr. Prince. Thanks, guy. Yeah, thanks, dude. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so let's move on to email, and this is the segment that we're going to call Glenn's thoughts because he right. sent us four fucking emails. So four. Um, first off, do you remember last week when I said Glenn, you're letting us down because we didn't get have any emails from Glenn or nothing, <laughs> and he's usually just on top of it. So his first email. The subject was, sorry, I love y'all, with a heart emoji. <laughs> um, and he says, sorry I didn't get in comments, got really busy, lost track of days, should not do drugs at work, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about not doing drugs. Yeah, man, come on. Oh, my God. We just, had, we just made one hell of a dare announcement. <laughs> that don't, don't do Dang. drugs. And Glenn's like, I shouldn't do drugs at work, sorry. (laughs) Um, The second email from Mr. Glenn Chitty. Subject, what we should be drinking. That's that's his subject in half of his emails. Um, He said, love Toby's cup, man. That's awesome. So he loved your little sippy cup. Hey, man. I loved it, too. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty awesome. The third email from Glenn, the... Uh, he this one was in response to uh, Washington trying to run that little campaign where they were handing out a joint. Oh yeah, yeah, joints, yeah. Joints for jabs. <laughs> uh, his subject was covet nineteen. Covet. So uh, instead of covid c o v i d, he wrote covet c o v e t. Covet nineteen. <clears throat> he says giving out joints is a great idea. Should do it at the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> You doggone right, Glenn. That's right. <laughs> Hand them out. See, I'm not in the warehouse anymore. I'm upstairs. I don't get to smoke with you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, you don't get to smoke. We don't ever smoke, but we should. Apparently, hey. Glenn's been doing it. He literally says, "Don't do. I shouldn't do drugs at work anymore. Hey, well, think about Glenn. You don't know what drug he's doing. So yeah. Now, the, the fourth and final email from Glenn. Okay. Do you remember last week uh, we started talking about conspiracy theory things, like sticking fucking metal to your... Oh, yeah, 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 the lady. And we told Glenn to let us know a conspiracy theory, and you were going to defend him, and I was going to be against it. Yep. Okay, so, subject, conspiracy. All right. His conspiracy theory is aliens are real and are at Area 51. That's true. So, as the affirmative, go ahead and defend him real quick. That's true. Okay, so look, why is there so much security at Area 51? Like, there's more security at Area 51, I believe, than at the White House. I'm just saying. Have you ever been to either one of those, the White House? Nope, I'm just I've never been to Area 51. I've been to the White House. There are snipers walking around on the roof. Don't tell me that some other place has more security than the fucking White House. Like, there's dudes up there at every corner of the White House roof just begging a motherfucker to try. Let me tell you something. (laughs) At Area 51, they have people like... Underground, like ready to jump out. <laughs> this is this is not fact. This is just conspiracy because I'm defending Glenn. Uh, <laughs> even if you just go to the gate and touch the gate, you're getting arrested. So I do believe there's aliens at Area 51. Okay, so now I got to go against <laughs> this conspiracy theory. Okay, so uh, number one, that's all speculation because there could be a plethora of reasons why there's a bunch of security. Because if you're 
if your excuse for said security is aliens, then by that logic, you're saying there's aliens at the White House because there's so much security at the White House. You're, you're, you're That's only, been debated, too. <laughs> well, <laughs> your, your only evidence for aliens is a bunch of people with guns and a bunch of security. Exactly. There's millions of places like that, and what there's are you millions hiding? of reasons for what. What are you hiding? Oh, I'm not saying they're not hiding anything. I'm just saying you have no evidence of alien life. Secondly, to say that aliens are real, that means you're saying, oh, there's... There is extraterrestrial life uh-huh. that is advanced enough intellectually and technologically that they were able to come here. Okay. Number one, the only quote unquote evidence we have of that is all these new UFO things that are coming out, which all that proves is there's shit in the sky. We don't know what it is. That's it. It doesn't prove that there's alien life, you know, uh, piloting those aircrafts or anything like that. All it proves is there's shit up there that we don't know what it is. Second, No, no, it's my turn. It's look, my look, turn. I'm ready. Yeah, I know you're ready. It's my turn right now. Secondly, the only evidence we have of extra... Well, there's two things. The only two things of evidence we have of extraterrestrial life. Number one, we found water on Mars. Okay. And technically water equals life, basically. Mm-hmm. Anywhere there's water, there's bound to be life. Right. Okay. Number two, we found the fossilized remains of an old, like bacteria in a meteorite that's not found that's not found exactly that which means the only proof we have of extra extraterrestrial life is a goddamn bacteria that came here on a meteorite and you're telling me that that's what they're keeping at area 51 and that's what's piloting all this shit in the sky no sir no sir not at all just because you haven't seen an alien doesn't mean they don't exist have you seen an alien no innocent until proven guilty (laughs) (laughs) all i'm saying is look you're the prosecution. You have the burden of proof in this case. All I have to do is discredit you. Okay, I'm not ass. talking to you anymore. <laughs> Guys out there, let me tell you something. So if you think that we're the only planet with human life that has the intellect to uh, have sustaining life that supports us, you are freaking crazy. I agree with that. You're freaking I crazy. I think it's ignorant to believe that there's no other life in the universe. However, I think it's equally ignorant to assume that there is life out there that is so advanced that it came to Earth and has been watching us when there is zero proof. Somebody's watching me. I just don't know who it is. It's called so- Big Brother, <laughs> and it's called the government. That's what they- <laughs> I definitely think there's aliens out there. Like, honestly, without joking, I think there's aliens out there. I think there's some form of life out there whether whether it's intelligent or not uh i can't prove that i can't claim that but if someone was to ask me do i think aliens are real i'm gonna say yes because like to have one species that can run a, a like a, a planet that can you know create food living quarters you know that we can have sustaining life and this is the only planet in this whole galaxy you are crazy now when it comes to the marvel universe and how there's different <laughs> look no look, look look let me let me just go let me go i'm all right when it comes to that that it's, it's so fiction that you don't believe it and you you discredit everything they're saying but i do believe that their thoughts come from somewhere when they when when people create things, it it stems from something. So all these alien movies, they have a point. They're trying to give you hints. Pay attention. I'm done. All right, I win. <laughs> no, our viewers or our listeners get to decide who wins. All right. So y'all get neither the YouTube comments 
or the Twitters or the Instagrams or the contact uh, form on our website. Let us know who you think wins. And if you don't think, say I win, uh, you're blocked. That's not true. Because <laughs> if they say that you didn't win, it means that I won. <laughs> and I'm not going to block them for that. I'm just playing, guys. All it's right. fun here. And you know what? Fuck it. Send us a, another conspiracy theory to talk about. And we'll debate we'll, it. We'll start doing it every episode. We'll call it the conspiracy close. Because we're closing out the episode <laughs> with a conspiracy argument. Uh, That's the show, everybody. That's it. That's it. Thank you, guys. my last sips. Uh, I, I, I had my last sip two okay. news stories ago. Good, ain't it? It is good. Uh, thank you, guys, for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. Uh, Glenn, thank you for lying to your wife. I'm going to say that every episode. Ever since he told me that, he's like, yeah, I just play it in the morning yep. so my wife has to listen to it. Cool. We love it. <laughs> uh, thank you for telling you know your friend that makes everybody uncomfortable. Y'all come hang out with us. We really appreciate it. Make sure to leave us a review. We don't have a new review. We did get a new rating, though. Okay. Because we've had, I think on Apple Podcasts, we've had like nine ratings mm-hmm. that were all five stars. I think we have ten ratings at five stars now. So somebody else rated us. That's what's up, man. Yeah. And we're all five stars. That's right. That's what's up. Because motherfuckers that don't listen, they don't even know. Yeah. Y'all, thought y'all missing out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be sure to send us your questions, comments, and topics of discussion, either in a YouTube contact or comment. Uh, fill out the contact form on our website. Tweet at us using the hashtag UncomfortPod. Get on Instagram. We don't care. Just get in contact with us. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Check out UncomfortPod.com for links to all of our merch. Um, if you want to support us, links to our Facebook, YouTube, everything's down at the bottom of that page, everything. Anything else you got to say to them before I close this out? Uh, make sure you tune in next Saturday at 12. At 12 uh, Central Time. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll try to keep Somebody you guys. Somebody in the Pacific time zone will log in at 12 and miss it, and they'll be like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> we'll try to post it and make sure we kind of keep you guys updated on all our social media. I'm going to try to stay yes. on that all this week. But uh, other than that, aliens are real. That's right. And remember, everybody, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) No, remember, it's okay to disagree. We can disagree and still respect each other. We can disagree and still love each other. We keep that in mind, everybody. We're not going to solve the world's problems, but we will shave some of the rough edges off. See you next time. All right, y'all. We out.